0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. Very sensitive snowflakes snow snow that snow make it easily offended and turn this, off turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real you to hear truth about the gun, gun culture, the gun then stick, culture. Around. And stick around. This is the this Arm Sism Podcast. Arm What is going on my go squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live this is episode ironically number 200 episode number 200 today's date is Tuesday July 13th 2021 we are live as always on YouTube we're also live over on Facebook and on Twitter so if you're out there say something we don't know that you're out there unless you do if you're new to the channel new to the show please let us know your virgin and uh, tell us where you're from and we'll be right over. Um, other than that, uh, utilize that chat out there. It's a great conversation that goes on out there. And uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to ask us or anyone in the chat. If you want to get a question uh, read up on here, go ahead and tag myself or anyone on the panel and we'll get those questions read. If they're relevant, um, you can super chat. If you like, they'll definitely get them read. Uh, we don't ask for super chats nor do we encourage them but if you do remember all super chats go to spending care package to our troops downrange. so um, love to have those as well if you want to call in yes yes you can call into the show or you can text into the show on the ghost tactical hotline presented by our good friends at sportsmansguide.com that phone number hello that phone number is, uh, take this over here and let's do this for now. I'm not sure what Clover's doing. He's having issues, but uh, you can uh, text or call into that Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends over at sportsmasguide.com. That number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran or anyone out there, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole and you don't know where the light is, hell, you're starting to question whether there is a light, Uh, feel free to call, text, email me 24 seven. I can't give you medical advice, but I can pretty be a pretty decent ear to listen to and be talking through some stuff. But if you are looking for someone or something to, that can get you help and get you towards medical, uh, help and all of that, please remember two things. One, you're not alone. There's a lot of brothers and sisters out there that are willing to help you. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, please, please contact the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. That number is scrolling down below the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. So if you have any questions or want to find out more info on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, check out the website marines.com. And as always, we're a proud member of, of the self-defense radio network it's a great place for like-minded people if you're out there and you like pro-freedom pro-gun pro 2a podcast uh, go check out self-defense radio.net now i can get this damn thing off of my ugly mug and bring in our, our quasi co-host at this point and our good buddy from the great state of texas the man the myth the legend, the tactical virus. I mean, uh, Leprechaun. What's up, Clove? How you doing? Nice, nice patch you got there. I like that. Yo,
1: Yo. I know, right? God, I'm all kind of messed up, dude. But I
0: don't know. I'm here. Uh, it's been one of those things. So we're waiting for our good friend Drew from Mean Arms. He's going to be jumping on here in a minute. They're having issues with computers also. Uh, they turned on the old laptop there at the shop to jump in. And all of a sudden, of course, what does it do? windows update so uh he'll be here in a few but you've had some interesting uh 48 hours of um of yeah. computers too haven't you
1: yeah i was in the middle of kind of polishing up the launch air pop uh, sometime early yesterday before launch i don't remember and it um acted a little bit weird my laptop did which is a year and a half old or something um acted a little weird uh and died and with, with my years in um i.t and experience i knew it was not anything good the way it acted and turned out it wasn't so um yeah it's pretty much gone and um got another one coming maybe monday it'll be here i'm hoping
0: yeah well you know we talk about this. It sucks. Obviously it could be a lot worse, but, um, yeah, when you're, when you, the only good thing that you've got going for you is your wife's computer is exactly the same. So you could take your hard drive out and at least utilize it until, uh, now she's going to do that a computer. So you'll probably pay for that down the line, but you know, well, that's,
1: that's why it, I'm, that's why I'm on the phone now. And the avatar is exactly. jacked up and everything else. Uh, she needed yeah. it. um, To to do a few things so I put her hard drive Back in I said well I'll just use my Phone and what else am I Going to do
0: that's right Uh, Quick shout out to Lucy out there Ricardo says a little something for our Troops thanks Lucy $10 super chat Appreciate you brother Um, If you see people out there that are names Are a different color they've got crayons Next to them you got TJ and Ricardo And uh, some others out there Those are channel members so I want to say thank you To all my channel members and to all of my patrons as well, guys. I mean, they, they know how much I love them. Uh, we do have a new Says, Hey, buddy, I cannot guarantee that we're going to make you any smarter. We just pray that we don't make you any dumber, but welcome to the dark side. And we'll have a little discussion on firearms, and we'll have a good little time with maybe some other stuff and all that. But as soon as Drew gets here, once he, uh, you know, it's so funny. that I said, you know, if you, if you got away from Windows XP, you know, it might work better. So, you know. Right. But we've all been there. When we want to do something, we turn the computer on, and it doesn't even give you a chance to log in. It goes straight into that update, and you're screwed at that point. But uh, let's go ahead and real quick say hello to everyone out there. You got Lucy's out there. Once again, thank you, Lucy. Uh, TJ's out there. He's a channel member. Appreciate you, brother. Buck's out there. Buck saved my uh, my ass this weekend. He, uh, he has me cool air the old uh, vehicle now, so. We spent a few hours over at Buck's place. Had a good time, and, and um, yeah, got a new air compressor put in the old truck, so it's all good, but thanks to Buck for that. Rich White, the 1% is out there. Southpaw RX is out there. What's up? England's out there. What's up, JoJo? 223 DMR. MK Joe's out there. Uh, let's see here. Rod Gates, our good friend rod gates what's up homie we need to have you on here pretty soon too um Wield and well armed is out there pat walsh we said hello to pat uh my favorite squid keith gregory's out there he's not bad for a squid and uh wp's out there mandatory carry my home it go check out um Actually, I think it's a play on the Volstead Act, but uh, the Date Slav Act mandatory mandatory care. We know it's mandatory out there. Five dollars super chat, thank you, brother. Says super chats affect algorithms. One dollar from Fix. She's watching on her phone. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here and uh, mandatory says you can't chat from a phone. YouTube's app sucks. I don't know. I can. You're chatting right now, so you're you're chatting on the phone. I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for the super chat. Appreciate you, brother. Um, so, yeah, everything else been good besides uh, the computer going down. We're wasting time right now. We're waiting for Drew. He'll be here any minute now um, yeah. and, and kind of bullshit a little bit. But, um, yeah, everything else any good. Did you find any it? new guns lately? Any new what? Any new guns lately?
1: No. Um, well, I mean, yeah, actually I did, you know, I found the Jimenez, right? Yep. I was like, Oh snap, there's my Jimenez. So then I told you, I don't think I told anybody else, but let's clean it up, found a high standard in a box. I'm like, Oh snap, there's one of my high standards. So now, did you cleaning know you had- the other we're cleaning the other day and I find a Marlin model 60 rifle. Okay. Pistols are one thing. I found a Marlin Model 60 rifle. Like, how do you lose, misplace, whatever, a rifle?
0: Well, when you've got five or six of those Marlins, you lose track. Yeah,
1: and and (laughs) to its credit, it is a new model. Like, I don't know, bought it probably... That's good lord a long time ago now probably seven or eight years ago at least now but that's a lot newer model than most of them that i have way newer so um but yeah it's the academy version for 150 bucks whatever
0: yeah uh well like i said uh, it's always nice to find guns. It's like yeah. finding ammo and finding a twenty dollar oh. bill and a pair of pants that you hadn't worn in a year. And it's like, man, I didn't remember wearing. I haven't worn these pants in the shot show last year. Oh snap! There's twenty bucks in the pocket. Hell yeah! So,
1: so you them. would not, you would not believe the amount of ammo I found.
0: Just random uh, ammo, or
1: yeah, just random like half a box, quarter box, few rounds here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then once it was all added up, it was like. It was crazy. I mean, it was probably thousands of rounds once it was added up.
0: I think if if I went through my truck and my drawers over here, and then I've got a little cabinet, and just kind of put like the ones that are just out of box, they're just lying around. There's no telling.
1: Yeah, Yeah. or in the ammo can, just random, you know, random rain
0: bag. I got a bunch of ammo cans. I've got a bunch of ammo cans over here and I know that there's about six or seven of them that have probably like 30 or 40 rounds, but they're not enough. And they just jingle a lot. If I would take those and all that, I mean, it's like, Hmm. Okay. There's a couple hundred rounds just sitting there in and in a, in a basically in an the ammo can.
1: Yeah. got to love it. First world it. problem.
0: First world problems. That's for damn sure. Um, well, before we get going, I, I what I want to do is um, <clears throat> later on in the show, um, what we're going to do out there is we're since it is the 200th show, we put the hashtag out there and um, Mean Arms hashtag Mean Arms. We're going to give away something from Mean Arms later on in the show. And uh, probably come up here in about oh half an hour or so. But go ahead and, and type in that mean arms. That's all you have to do to get registered. We have this cool little nifty tool that um, we will go ahead and randomly draw. But you gotta you gotta type in that hashtag mean arms, and um, you'll be eligible to win some cool stuff. So when we do that, um, like I said, you don't have to answer any questions. It's it's real easy. Just type in that hashtag, and you're entered. So we'll uh, we'll do that and and do that here about half an hour. Like I said, we're we're kind of wasting some time um, with Drew. I gotta, I gotta
1: go. I'll be back in about a half hour.
0: You're right. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, hell, you can type it in there. It's all good. You know,
2: I can't from it this is. mobile.
0: Well, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's true. But yeah, you can. Um, you don't have to answer a question. So it's not like you have any inside information of what the question is going to be. It's literally the hashtag. And, um, as my wife's in arms, uh, we can kind of go through some of these, uh, Twitter polls. If you're up there, you see the, the the uh, chat it says, check out our Twitter polls, we put out a couple of Twitter polls out there today. And, um, gonna have some fun with them we can go and talk about those real quick since we're waiting on drew waiting on miss Daisy you know gotta wait on Miss Daisy it is what it is but um, so the first one out there if you guys haven't voted if you have voted whatever um, the first one we're gonna talk about I put out there and I said uh, what's your favorite of the following and there's some gun companies I put sig sour Glock Smith and Wesson and Beretta. And right now, Smith and Wesson and Sig are tied at 40%. Glock's at 20%. Beretta didn't get a vote so far. So I'm a little disappointed in that. But um, yeah. So everyone up there seems to be. I, I'm surprised that Smith um, was up there. I don't, you know, I know that I'm a big Smith and Wesson fan, but I know a lot of people aren't necessarily and all of that. But. Um,
1: you gotta realize Smith and Wesson crosses platforms, semi-auto and revolver.
0: Yep, and ARs, and yeah, true. Yeah, Yep. So, born to be a shooter. Josh says, "Hello, everyone. Hello, Josh. How are you?" Uh, the next one we went out there, I had a little fun with is the 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 debate, and I'm a little surprised, kind of, sort of, but not really. I said, who would win in a death match in their prime, Bruce Lee or Chuck Norris? Right now, Chuck Norris has 60% of the vote. I'm a little surprised at that. That's um, fake news. Huh?
1: That's fake news.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. I, I, I don't dislike Chuck Norris by any means, but I'm a big Bruce Lee fan. And um, I just... You know, I just assumed that Bruce Lee would get a lot of the votes, but we're also talking about gun people. And now that Chuck Norris is the face of Glock, maybe that he's getting the, the gun vote now. as uh, Chuck Norris is, is to beat Bruce Lee. I still don't, I still don't get it, but hey, you know, the people, the people have spoken and. The last one over here, we also put it over on the uh, YouTube side. This is kind of a sports one, so I know you might get a little rash, but that's okay, (laughs) talking sports. But I put out there, and I said, of the GOATs, the greatest of all time in the respective sport, who was the best? Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, jim brown babe ruth and tiger woods now obviously we're talking about my choices of who i think the goats are in the respected sports Uh, i've been getting a lot of hate i mean a lot of hate uh comments down there about my choice for jim brown as the greatest of all time and not tom brady for football i don't mind a big tom brady fan but he's a quarterback He's probably the best quarterback out there, but Jim Brown. You can ask like a lot of the Hall of Famers; they'll say that Jim Brown's the best football player that's ever lived. Anyways, but so the polls, sixty percent are right when they choose Michael Jordan. Uh, Wayne uh, Babe Ruth comes in at second at seventeen percent. Wayne Gretzky at fifteen percent. Jim Brown at five percent, and Tiger Woods at three percent. Uh, so, 60%, they're right. So, they are definitely right.
1: Yeah. So, let me ask a question off the back of that.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, Tiger Woods is really the only current athlete, right? Well, in the, that's still in that currently place.
0: playing. That's still currently playing. Well, and he's not even really playing right well, now. Well, but you see what I'm modern. saying. Modern, yes, right? Yes, sure.
1: The only modern athlete. So, Tiger Woods aside, maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Take any of those other ones. What'd you say, Babe Gretzky,
0: Jim Babe, Brown, Gretzky, Jordan, and Jim Brown?
1: Yeah. Put any of those in a modern sports situation, and they are, are they still the greatest of all time? I think Jordan could pull it off. I don't know that any of the other ones could.
0: Had the line that Emmett did. Jim Brown only played a few years. He didn't play that long in, in the AFL, and I mean he was dominant, dominant. So Josh says, "Hell, oh, here we go. We're going to start it. He says, he has seven rings, and QB is the hardest position by far. If you watch him play, he is the one who finished the game like no other. Seven rings is not just one team. Um, once again, we can agree to disagree. I will give you that he's probably the most decorated player. He's arguably the probably the best quarterback of all time, but I don't see him – getting the ball handed off to him 30 times a game and getting killed every time he touches the ball and having so, to block and catch, having to run, all of the things that are running back. I think running back's is the toughest position to play. I would say that quarterback is the hardest maybe mentally, but physically, I think running back by far. That's why their lifespan only is like four or five years. So Go here's
1: ahead. the issue that you get into with team sports. Would the GOATs, be GOATs if they did not have great supporting players.
0: Sure, absolutely.
1: So it's not like they became a GOAT on their own, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Tiger Woods, you could say, potentially, I mean, it's not like you've got defense in golf, right? Or it's right. not a contact sport type thing. Yeah. You, get what, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. if you're talking about from that perspective, then Tiger would, he would be the hands-down winner because He, Who did he He have to rely on, right?
0: Yeah, he dominated. Dominated by himself, like he said, like no team. So there was a guy that went into this with me on the comment section. It was kind of fun, but he said, what about Michael Phelps? And Michael Phelps, same kind of thing. Wow. Individual, you know. and I told him, I said, this isn't like I, I have five choices I can put on this, or four choices I can put on there. <laughs> I can, right. I can also bring in the greatest of all time in, in cricket, and probably you know whatever. But right. let's be honest, I, I think Michael Phelps is a phenomenal athlete, but. I'm not going to put in a sport that people don't give a shit about until the Olympics goes around every four years into that type. Now, is Michael Phelps worthy of a goat? Is he worthy of maybe greatest swimmer of all time? Sure. Is he worthy of one of the greatest Olympic athletes ever? Sure. Ultimately, it came down to and said, this is my fucking list. (laughs) You can go make your own. So, um but, yeah, no, it's one of those things. And I knew this. Was that, that's why I put that out there. I, it's always fun to discuss when you get people. Uh, there's a reason why sports fans are called fans, which short for fanatics. Um, So it's always fun. It's always fun. Rick I'll get Rick Flair has been mentioned. Okay. Um, to be the
1: man, you've got to beat the man.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Patriot. This is what? No, Rob Floss world champion in darts now what's that famous bowler that uh oh man the real famous that always did the the thing ah god what was his name the fact that i actually knew a bowler's name should make it to he's on the list uh oh well, a, you're talking about the Pete Amish Weber.
1: kid talking about that Amish kid that are you talking, about, oh. who you're talking no, about
0: no no it's like he's it like Weber Pete Weber or, or something I think it's like Pete Weber He's like the most famous bowler ever, and every time he won, he kind of did the old, you know, crotch chop and all that. Uh, the fact, like I said, the fact that I actually know a bowler, maybe he should have been on the list because the fact that I know a bowler means he's probably pretty big time. Um, so now they're talking about, and now this is where you can get it also. Rich says that jordan played basketball the most overrated sport there is okay so let's just be real about this may not like basketball okay if you're out there and you don't i I get it basketball is is a sport that some people love some people hate let's be real michael jordan think about this michael jordan was six foot six 220 pounds and was incredibly fast, could jump literally out of the gym, could shoot, could run, could play defense. You're talking about the guys, LeBron James. I can't stand LeBron James. LeBron James is six foot nine, 280 pounds, and can run with any of them. You put LeBron James on a football field, that dude dominates. Let's be real. You put Michael Jordan on the football field his whole life and tell him that he was incredible. So, basketball players for the size they are and the athleticism they are, are probably the best athletes out there. And my, Pound for pound, obviously, there are some basketball players that are not great athletes, but are good basketball players. And there are obviously great athletes everywhere. But I think if you had to pick one, at least of the major sports, that who the best athletes were, man, basketball players are tough to beat because they 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 are really, really good. Michael Jordan sucked at baseball. What, what is wrong with you? No, he didn't. You're talking about a guy. Now, if, if you know anything about baseball, Rich, I don't know if you do or not. I'm a big baseball guy. But you're talking about a guy that hadn't played baseball since he was 14 years old. 14 years old. 20 years later, decides, I'm going to go play baseball. They have to, they can't put him out at single A or rookie ball. They had to put him at double A because that's the only stadiums that could handle the press attention and fans that were going to be there to watch Michael Jordan. If you're not. A, if, okay, they say that triple is the best? Actually, it's not double is the most competitive of the minor league systems because that's where the, all the major league players when they're, they're doing their um, when they're getting healthy, that's where they go is double A to do their rehab. So you've got, you're playing against three or four MLB guys every night in double A doing rehab. Double A is the toughest division of minor league baseball. Michael Jordan hit over 200 in double A baseball and hadn't played baseball in 20 years. Now, 200 doesn't sound good. One out of every five at bats, that dude got a hit against some of the best pitching and best talent in minor league baseball. So to say that he sucked, you're either ignorant or outside your mind. Either one. It doesn't matter why he played baseball. It makes no difference why he plays baseball. That dude hadn't played baseball in twenty plus years. Went to double A. It hit over two hundred. There are guys been playing baseball their entire lives. They actually got drafted and got paid a lot of money from baseball to be there. That didn't play as well as he did. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Just got a text from Drew. He says, uh oh, it's not their internet. Uh, it's not, just learn it's our internet. It's not connecting, so we can't get online. How can we make it up to you? That's an interesting question. How can you make this up to me, Drew? Hmm. <laughs> this could get real expensive. I'm just saying. Uh, so it doesn't look like um, Drew's going to be able to make it. Let's see. I'm going to say, can you. Join on your phone. If nothing else, we can get him on here. And um, hopefully he can come in. But, yeah, Clove, um, like I said, 200 in the minors isn't good. You're outside your mind, bro. Do you realize that 300 is a Hall of Famer in the major leagues? You're talking about the minor leagues. Yeah, cool. Let's see you go hit 200 right now in the minor leagues. The guy went one for five on average in a in a game that he hasn't played in over 20 years. 20 years he hadn't played the game. Once again, either you're ignorant or you just don't know. Like you're you're just outside your mind. I don't know. It is what it is. But the fact that people say that Jordan sucked at baseball, that dude. Okay, you, you have the right to your own opinion, even though it's wrong. Just saying. Um, call in, try to change my mind, Rich. Try to change my mind, call in, it's all good. Um, someone try to get here. Um snobs out there. Um, if if Andrew is not gonna be able to make it tonight, then we're just gonna have maybe a little fun, and and I don't really don't know. We'll still give stuff away um go ahead and use that hashtag i'm going to put the hashtag again out there even though they might not be joining us usually utilize the hashtag mean arms and here in a little while we are going to uh give away uh some product from mean arms and you don't have to answer a question you don't have to know trivia um it is what it is It's not just your opinion. There are numerous sports writers that have said, oh, numerous sports writers. So of the 6,000 sports writers out there, a few of them said that he sucked. They probably never played baseball either. Baseball is the hard. Hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in sports to do hitting a baseball is the hardest thing in sports. That thing's coming at you at anywhere from 90 to 100 miles an hour, and today over 100 miles an hour, and you've got from 60 feet, 6 inches, you've got about .1 or .2 seconds from the time it's released to decide what you're going to do and then hit it. Just saying. But, yeah, the few sports writers out there that probably never played baseball, they, they, they can tell if someone's good at baseball or not. Whatever. What it is, what it is.
1: Not just if you're going to hit it, but how you're going to hit it.
0: Yeah. And, and, and you, then you actually have to hit it. Yeah. Because, oh, by the way, that thing isn't going in a straight line. It's not just on a T where you can sit there and say, okay, it's going to be right here. No, that thing moves. So, hitting a baseball is the toughest thing in sports to do. That's my opinion. Once again, I might be wrong too, but I'm not. 223 says ESPN said George sucks at baseball. Fuck ESPN. <laughs> uh let's see here warsaw says uh, in the sport of baseball even one man threw a baseball in an uncommon bird and killed it he didn't throw a, the he didn't throw the ball at the bird is Randy johnson you're talking about he was making a pitch and the bird happened to fly right now it was crazy Randy johnson used to throw it about 95 96 back in the day when 95 96 was legit like hard um but yeah he was pitching and a bird flew right through when he was um Pitching and hit it. Ah, so hey, I'm telling you, bro. If you if you get away from Windows XP, you might just do some good.
2: Man, that was bad. <laughs> uh, that was bad. That was bad. Bad. Yeah, I, man, we are so sorry. Um, Who cares? You know, we were just
0: bullshitting right now. We've still the first half hour bullshit anyway, so it's all good.
2: Okay, yeah, fifteen thousand dollars worth of camera equipment studio lighting mic everything and we're crippled by by yeah now i'm on my iphone so um, (laughs) this could be a
0: commercial for iphone i guess you know
2: it did it just saved the day so um, i literally have my iphone it's balancing right now so i'm if everybody could pray that my phone doesn't fall six and a half feet to the concrete we should be good so i have it sitting on top of the camera i wish i could take a picture of this
0: (laughs) you need to like before you leave tonight like have (laughs) a text to me i want to see this
2: oh man this is bad guys
0: well first of all (laughs) you probably didn't know this and i didn't realize it until uh after we scheduled this a couple weeks ago this is our 200th show so you actually have to be on number yeah number 200 and so um, part of the number 200, we, we're going to give some stuff away. We're going to give some mean arms, indo mags and stuff away. How about them apples? I think uh, I can make that happen. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm going to take care of this. You guys, I'm going <laughs> to buy them from you guys and just have you guys. Now, you, what you can do is ship them to them for me. Um, but I'll, yeah, I'll just order them online from you guys and, and send them out there. So, yeah, no problem whatsoever. Um, so, guys, for out there that don't know, this is our good buddy, Drew, with mean arms, Drew is a really cool guy. He's man. He, he're, you've been busy in the last year, personal life as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, everything's but, uh, on fire. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's a good thing, right? Good thing. Oh yeah. But um no, no. There's some people out there that are worried about your phone batteries. At least hooked up to a charging cable.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> oh lord. This is. We all might have really Drew at.
0: for a few minutes. <laughs>
2: we should be no we but, should be good um yeah
0: no it's all if good, it cuts but, out uh, instantly
2: then we all know what happened
0: we know what happened sure um so drew from mean arms if you guys aren't familiar with from mean arms um i want to give drew a few minutes here and say uh tell us about yourself but uh also i'm gonna give you a few minutes kind of talk about mean arms a little bit as well
2: yeah cool so um in, in fact i'll also i'll throw this back at you uh Ghost Tactical here. This was the first podcast we ever did. Uh, was it maybe a year and a half ago now? So uh, yeah, you, yeah. you're the one who I'm kind of brought me. us into this. Um, so
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: but it, it's it's fun being able to. You met us at Shot Show. I want to say it was 2019. Um, I may be I may be wrong on that.
0: 2019? I think it was 2019. Yeah.
2: So because we were on because we had our first, uh, we had our first booth, which was our smaller little 10 by 10 booth. Um, and then 2020, we actually had, when everyone was having the shot show flu, who didn't know it was actually the, uh, Correct. The tongue flu. Um, or I don't know how to say that, but, <laughs> um, we, we man, we've been, we've been doing a lot. We really have. So the, the latest and greatest thing that, uh, We debuted actually at the Iraq Veteran eighty eight eighty eight range day earlier this May was our bearing delay bolt carrier. And I don't know that y'all can see this um (laughs) because I'm pretty far away. But uh in a nutshell and I'll give you some pictures actually so you can post these up for us too. Um essentially what we developed with this latest system over our previous roller delay bolt carrier. Um and I'll I'll touch on that we developed a roller delay bolt carrier for nine millimeter inside of a five, five, six upper receiver. So that way you didn't have to go buy an entire new gun. You know, everybody's getting tired of that. So the AR 15 is modular. So we played that tune except we wanted it to actually be better, right? Not just another run of the mill. Oh, I'm just going to slap my logo on this thing and call it new. So that's not how, not, not how we fly here. I mean, so, um, After two years of developing the the roller delay system, we debuted that at our 2019 SHOT Show. And then, um, I'm sorry, at our 2020 SHOT Show, we debuted that. Went to the end of the line with that, and we pretty much found the same. Even though we improved over the general MP5 roller delay system, it still has the same shortcomings. um, And it just wasn't acceptable to us. So um, if something's going to be better, it needs to be better than better right so uh, this last year and a half almost two years now we've been we finally went back and said you know let's go do that thing we wanted to do that was sounded too crazy to do it was this bearing delay so essentially we have um, we've precision ball bearings that act as our locking mechanism so if you're familiar with the 556 bolt carrier right you've got that rotating lug in the front that locks to the barrel, Um, We now have that same level of safety with a nine millimeter system. And again, this bolt carrier fits in an off the shelf five, five, six mil spec receiver. So you're not going to have to buy some super special uh, proprietary upper receiver from us. You're only going to need the bolt carrier and then the barrel, because of course on the barrel, you're going to have our barrel extension and our barrel extension works with our bolt carrier. But other than that, that's it. Everything else is going to be five, five, six. So that means you get to keep your lower receiver, a full five, five, six lower receiver. Um, so no more buying a new lower, no more new serialized items. So that's, and that specific point right there, not for all the tinfoil hatters out there, right? That, oh, I don't want to have a serial number. Um, think of the law enforcement aspect that now, we don't have to require any law enforcement agency to go buy a new serialized firearm. They get to just buy an accessory, and now they can swap over their 5.56 platforms to 9mm. Because even though all of us, you know, citizens and plebes out here have a hard time finding 9mm, um, the government, the state governments and federal governments don't have an issue finding ammo. So they're able to fire 9mm in their indoor ranges. So we're able to fill that gap that is just, you know, they were kind of left in the dust. They were trying to have to only fire 5.56 rifle cartridges in an indoor range. Some places don't even have a range that's rated for 5.56. So they just kind of skip 5.56 training or they only get like one day a year outdoor training, right? So um, that's where this whole uh, rabbit hole started was how can we help our law enforcement and military and federal government agencies train indoors in the very specific conditions that they have and that's what one thing led to another and that's also how the the mag came out to be so uh this little guy this is what we're most known for um we're the people that developed that uh, you know magical piece of plastic that you slip inside of a 30 round gen 2 or gen 3 556 p mag and now your p mag magically shoots nine millimeter so Again, with that same concept of you get to keep a 5.56 lower receiver without having to insert, like, a Glock magazine, Magwell adapter, none of that jazz. No Uzi mags or stick mags, just, you know, um, keeping it simple. Keep it with – everybody and their twin cousin has a P-Mag, right? So, like, why would you not go for the the P-Mag? So, um now imagine your kid, right? I mean, I don't run around fully tacked out with a tactical vest, even though I wish I, I could. Um, so if you want to help me convince my wife that body armor is an essential product, man, I'm all here for it.
0: Um, you mean like that thing right there?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Is it um, essential? I can't help you with that one, brother. <laughs> 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 I, wish I, I wish I had some like great id that says it's why it is now for some people it is um for me now i would say this you could utilize this you guys have been so busy recently with all the new products that you could get attacked on your way to and from work so (laughs) technically (laughs) it is to protect you to going to work
2: once people know that you work
0: for me all bets are off right yeah,
2: right. That's why we all um, drive blacked out, tinted out, tacked out sedans and SUVs with no logos on it. So keep it keep it quiet. Nah, we're loud and proud. So, um, but yeah,
0: I may or may not have a blacked out SUV with <laughs> nothing on it. Just saying, may <laughs> or may not. Some people that well, know me.
2: Or Ooh, see, watch through
0: Joe says, grab her a plate carrier as well, and make it as a couple's thing. You oh, know what you can haven't do is, tried that. And, and here's the thing: is saying it's it, it's the newest version of the weight vest for when you work out and exercise. It it adds about 17 pounds, so it's a weight. It's 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 a workout <laughs> vest.
2: Here we go. There's a there's two. All, all, right. There's all right, I think I need sorts. one more. you are really I'm into
0: paintball. For... Really get into paintball, or or that, you know something like that.
2: That one may not work, but the first two were fantastic. So. Okay, well, I'm trying.
0: Clover, you got anything to help a brother out here?
2: Not
1: particularly, no.
0: <laughs> this is a guy who gets a rash. We bring gut plate carriers, first of all. Plate carriers. Like, oh God, I'm allergic to stuff.
1: I'm with his wife, okay? I'm going
0: to side with the wife. <laughs> oh, Lord.
2: She made uh, me uh, watching, so. Uh, now Chase we'll, is we'll out have there
0: have giving one. you hell. So, come on. Come on, Drew. Who? Chase is out there saying come on drew we were Uh, talking earlier about the computer
2: i might i might know who that one is so
0: no you think yeah (laughs) um so yeah no i I love the fact that you guys have have gone into a couple different avenues you've got one avenue where with the endo mag saying hey you can keep your 556 lower this is gonna do it all you gotta do is have a new upper um, and then you've gone to the flip side with, with the new BCG is you can keep the actual upper and the lower, just the BCG and barrel for those that want to convert from different calibers. And I think that is pretty cool. Um, I love the idea of trying to make things modular. We already know that the AR-15 platform is a very modular platform. But I think y'all are taking to that next level of of. Not just making it modular for accessories and putting different Picatinny rails and different adjust attachments to it, but let's truly make it a modular platform. And I know that you guys you talked about the law enforcement military side of things, but I think that also helps people like me, people like me that I love CQB training. I love doing that stuff, and that's one of those things where. And I do think that I I, I I've gone to my CQB is now right down here. It's it's a five and a half inch. Um, F- uh, ar9 and i think that the nine millimeter for cqb is the way that probably people should go it's still going to give you enough pump and, and, and power to do that but you don't have to worry as much as much about over penetration the, exactly. the it, it sounds crazy but people don't take this into effect as well is when you're indoors people don't realize how loud firearms are can you imagine a two, two, three in the living room? And I'm most gonna be loud, but it's gonna be a hell of a lot easier on the ears than a two, two, three, because most people are not gonna walk around at two o'clock in the morning and grab their their earmuffs and, and go walk around the house, you know, locked in with their with their plate carrier. Um, but yeah, I, I love the fact that you guys are taking that next step. We talk about it all the time. I'll bring Clover in as well, just jump on in. But not we, we do in, in the industry and in the community talks about the industry. Gone are the companies that are willing to take risks. The innovation has, has left the industry. I yeah. first of all, I don't see that. I don't see that. But you guys have been from day one since you opened your doors, you guys have been innovative as hell. You know. Is that Was that one of the reasons why Mean kind of got going was to bring back innovation? I mean, what was the reason that you guys decided we're not going to be the same old firearm company? We're going to go do everything differently.
2: So we pretty much have two rules here at Mean. Um, first rule is if we're not having fun doing it, then we're not going to do it. It's as simple as that. So when you take that and now apply what is fun, mostly things that are innovative. That, or that take innovation to come out. So we're not we're not one of those people that tries to use the buzzword innovation, you know, e- everywhere you go. Because I mean, you see bolt carriers on the market that just have a couple different cuts on it to make it look like a zebra, and then they call it performance enhanced bolt carrier, right? And they think that that's innovative. So it's really hard these days to do something that is quote innovative that doesn't just get swallowed up into that uh, that <laughs> pool of things that aren't true to what the description is. So when we hand out things or we sell things or, you know, that's, that's just part of it. But the fun is actually answering people's questions and people's pain points. You know, the endomeg was a pain point. You know, that was, that was multiple law enforcement officers that were talking to us saying it, it was just one of those off the comment things like, man, I really wish we, there was just some way that we could shoot nine millimeter in our indoor range so we don't have to go to an outdoor range every year for annual training. And then, boom, that's where that rabbit hole started, right? So, and then the other thing we had was, um, well, we all make fun of everybody in California, New York, Massachusetts that have all of these fixed magazine laws and whatnot. um, And they have no way to load their firearm without, you know, following the law like criminals are supposed to do, which is disassemble firearm to reload right um that was our first flagship product was the ma loader so you imagine mm-hmm. I actually I, I don't have one here my bad <laughs> but uh it is a it's a, a 21st century stripper clip that goes through the ejection port the ammo comes out the same hole we can shove it right back in right so that's what started us down that road several years ago um so and again, it was just innovation that followed a pain point, right? So if, and I, I, it's no secret, if you follow pain points, innovation is is waiting for you. So you just got to be able to jump on it. And that's what I love about being here is, is every day something new can happen. And we see things like, for example, um, this bearing delay, man, it's, <laughs> some people will look at it and go, man, you spent years developing it. And it's like, you have no idea how much stuff can change on, on, the, on the daily that, You know, because we have multiple people working on it. Multiple people are finding different avenues to complete the same goal of make it reliable. Right. So then we start picking and choosing different pieces that we want from each person's design idea and we put it all together and then poof, we have magic. (laughs) So um, it, it, it really is. It's just fun. You know, like everybody here doesn't feel like the what's the phrase? You know, everybody here is we don't we don't have to go to work here we get to go to work here. Right. Yeah. So right. every, it's just a totally different mindset of, of people um, and of, of the things that we try to come out with. So, I mean, and we do, man, we've got so many more things. I just, I wish I could tell you, but uh, we're only just scratching the surface of the few things we have out here that are released public. <laughs> so we've yeah. got a lot more fun stuff on the way.
0: So last year, um, I'm gonna ask this real quick and bring Clover because I know Clover, you know, Clover actually, I think, met you first and came yes. home that United shot show. I was like, dude, you got to go check this out, and obviously, um, yeah, went down there and all that. So, you know, been around Clover and all that. Uh, I'm sure Clover's got some stuff he wants to ask, but I want to ask real quick about 2020, the, the whole COVID thing. Um, was that a blessing in disguise or a curse, or you know, a lot of companies? Have mixed emotions. on for business reasons, the COVID thing. But how was that? How did it affect Mean Arms?
2: Well, uh, all of our super efficient condensed assembly lines suddenly started to have six foot bubbles everywhere. So uh, that was annoying. <laughs> that we would yeah. have everything perfectly streamlined and then poof, we needed to separate every single station you know that way everybody was in their proper distance everybody was mass club and it just it slowed down for like the first week till everybody got comfortable with it and then dude it it didn't just go back to normal we it kept going it was going faster and faster and and then the election right so now (laughs) then the obviously every four years this whole industry gets a huge boom um regardless of who's going to win or not so yeah. we go from everyone's afraid of not having firearms and firearms components because of the of covid and then we have an even bigger bump from politics and then we get over that slump and now it's just it, it, it dude it just hasn't stopped it really hasn't so everything is flying off the shelves faster than we ever imagined so we've been very how fortunate long that- do you,
0: how long do you think it'll take for y'all to kind of like like get caught up and like, be like, let's take a break right now. I mean, will you ever get back there? You think?
2: Uh, no, <laughs> we don't. Um, we don't ever go back down to where we were. Right. We kind of just, we hit a plateau. We, we set ourselves a new plateau and that's now our new standard of how busy we are. Right. So um, which is great, you know, hire the people you need to hire to keep moving forward, keep getting bigger. So, and and that's what we've been doing.
0: Yeah, I want to bring Clove in. Um, Clove, I know that you've worked with them a little, uh, some, and, and are familiar with all their products as well. Do you have any questions that uh, you might think that the viewers out there that are unfamiliar with me might want to ask?
1: Well, well, first, I know Drew's been busy with the podcast here, and so I just wanted to point out. I think he's getting a call on the bat phone back there. Looks like
0: yeah, so, it, it keeps blinking over there. Yeah, it keeps <laughs> blinking back there. So. I want to answer you. that. Commissioner yeah. Gordon
1: doesn't like to wait. <laughs> um, no, when you were talking
0: about... <laughs> know, what are you talking about? No, there's a light on the machine behind it that keeps blinking as he's making fun of, I think. You're, you're the shoulder. This one? Yeah, yeah
1: that's a, it's a super dated reference,
2: apparently. So, yeah, apparently,
0: father- I know what you are talking about, but he's <laughs> a little younger than us, Clover. He might have to know who Commissioner yeah, Gordon is.
2: I, yeah. I cannot escape... I'm like the I'm the youngest guy in the on on the engineering team by I think 20 years. Um, so I'm my if this is the totem pole, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. um, and every day it's oh, you need to watch this movie. oh, you need to know this reference. and there's like all these names being popped they are thrown around and I'm just kind of sitting here just I have, I have no idea Wait, but
0: I have to assume that you've heard of Batman.
2: Yes, I've heard of Batman.
0: He hasn't
1: watched the original TV series, though. No,
0: apparently not. So the bat phone and... Yeah, yeah. So before before there was a spotlight in the sky for the bat call, there was a bat phone that Commissioner Gordon would call Batman and say, we need your help. Now they've got this spotlight in the sky. That was the the reference to the bat phone. Yeah, that was a reference to the bat phone
1: yeah it had a big red I
0: mean, light no, we had to mansplain the shit out of this i'm just saying <laughs> Oh, you
1: know actually you don't have now that i think about it there was a movie so they had the tv series and then they had a movie based off of the old tv series so you could okay. actually go back you could save yourself having to watch the all the old tv series you could just watch the old batman movie okay um and uh and i think I don't, I you don't hear about
2: this tomorrow at the office so um, yeah.
1: well you're, you're probably going to if there's people older than you so um yeah no my question was with the with that bcg and you were talking about the um the barrel extension so yes. w- what criteria if somebody's out there um what criteria can you walk them through the process of okay, they've got the BCG, they've got the extension from you guys. What kind of barrel do they order? Um, you know, is that gonna have to be taken to a gunsmith to, to put on? What's the what's the
2: process for that? Uh so everything so this is obviously the bolt, this is our uh the bolt carrier, sorry, and then this is the barrel extension. So everything you order from us will simply be the bolt carrier and the barrel, so you no one will have to put this on themselves. We're not expecting people to be, uh, you know, full oh, okay. gunsmith. So there we go. Um, so it keep it nice, easy, simple. Um, everything else will be uh, standard mil spec 5.56, right? So, um, if,
1: okay.
2: and so, it, it, we'll have three essentially platforms for this, right? So, platform number one is going to be the first thing we release to get these things out there as fast as we can, to get them in people's hands, man, you would not believe the phones and the emails just going off the hook. Like, so we, we, um, as of right now, we do not have a pre-order for this because we had a pre-order for the endomag and that exploded bigger than we ever, ever imagined. So we learned our lesson from the pre-order of the endomag and we're just going to hit this one for the ground running, right? So step one is going to be complete upper receiver. That way, we just hand it to you, you pop your two pins, you get going. Um, oh, and let me add on to that. So with direct blowback 9 millimeter systems, um, as well as our previous roller delay system, um, which this was a huge thing we wanted to conquer, was the buffer that you would have to use with everything. So while we were able to decrease the overall required weight of the bolt of the buffer with the uh, previous generation roller delay system we had it wasn't as universal as we wanted it so what i'm saying is is you didn't you would have to still change out that buffer depending on what barrel length you have what type of nine millimeter rounds you're shooting if you're using suppressors or-, or it was a
0: 16 inch barrel or a seven inch barrel you might have different length you know that get to do with what the buffer rates you
2: know exactly so we really really wanted to conquer that so Um, And with all of these systems, um, the buffer was still the only true point of adjustment. And once you run up and down the weight and you still have cycling problems, that's it. You're SOL with every other thing on the market, right? So we wanted to have an additional additional point of adjustment to actually fine-tune this stuff. While at the same time, this was the kicker, making it so universal that you – we could let anybody that has an AR-15 be able to operate this with minimal, minimal uh, learning curve, right? So because a lot of people that are building the AR-9s, it's their first AR in general because of the fact that they see, man, I can shoot rounds that are half the price of 5.56 5. uh, because of all of their friends telling them, hey, go get an Usually, AR-9, right? right. Um, so when these people are not buying off-the-shelf guns, in the AR9 world, there's no standard. You have personally figured that out with that upper with your lowers running endomags running block mags and everything, right? So it, it, that's the most frustrating part for people. Um, and that's the majority of the, it's so funny, the calls and the emails that we get are, hey, can you help me get this other AR9 to work? I can't get any help because all the parts are random and nobody wants to offer any support, right? Because it's not their complete system. What we've been doing- thousands of combinations of AR components for years now trying to develop the endomag. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll toot our own horn on it. We're pretty much the AR9 experts out here because we're making a true universal product in an industry or in a, in a field of an industry with no standard for AR9s. So everything we've learned from that is what we put into this. So this was the end goal was just let's make a bolt carrier. That people can just put in their gun and use. So now with the bearing delay bolt carrier system, you don't have to change that buffer weight to be an extended buffer like you do with every other direct blowback 9 millimeter system, right? So you get uh, the most universal one is an H2 buffer, which is still a carbine length buffer for 5.56. Five, you can find those things anywhere for like 18 bucks. Um, versus these 50, 60, 70. I've even seen like $150 buffers for AR9. And then it's still, it, it's still an out-of-the-hat guess whether or not that component works for everything else you've put on top of it, right? Um, yep. And everyone's trying to build gun uh, uppers around an endomag. And, and yep. let that sink in for a second. You know, Most of the time, people, or well, before, we, before the endomag came along, right? people would splurge on a really cool receiver set and then put other components into it. Um, and then if you had certain problems, not working with each other, you knew, ah, well, maybe it's this bolt and barrel. Um, I'll take it to a gunsmith and have him check it out. Well, now Moses gunsmiths don't want to touch nine mil period, because there's too many variables on things. Um, everybody's bolt carrier is different. Everybody's barrels different. Um, yep. And everybody makes a different buffer for something that, may or may not work for what you're trying to do to it. So by with the Endomag now, people are buying the mag first. I mean it's a $30 part. And then they're building five, six, seven, eight hundred, even thousand dollar plus AR9s around a thirty dollar magazine. That is what really kind of at least for me, showed the true genius behind that, that like, hey, it's starting a movement behind a magazine, right? Not everything else. So um, we wanted to be able to help everybody from, it's their very first build. They have no idea what they're doing except going to the range with a buddy all the way up to competition. I've been shooting $3,000 Gucci Glock 9 mil guns, but now I want to get into, uh, the endo mag that way you can use your same kit and everything, all your same mag pouches and stuff that you would train with, with law enforcement. So uh, all of this stuff just, it just comes together. So. Now with this guy, again, you with an H2 buffer, man, you can run the majority of everything out there. We couldn't achieve that before with the roller delay because you would have to change out the rollers. Well, who's going to change out the rollers, right? Nobody wants to be disassembling tiny little pieces and stuff. So with this guy, we actually have one big internal piece. You just pull the sucker out, pop the new one in, if you want to be able to fine-tune that even further. So if you want to be shooting, for example... On a four inch barrel with 100 grain frangible rounds with a suppressor on it and you want to have zero recoil we can accomplish that with just changing out the internal piece and you get to keep the buffer that you're already using so um you probably could you could probably get
0: negative recoil like i mean there there, you probably get to the point where there would be like zero recoil like whatsoever
2: so funny you say that so uh, i'm actually i'm going to use your term negative recoil because we've been trying to find a term for this where it's the it's
0: the opposite of recoil almost you know
2: well so it's like everybody obviously everyone they train for oh i won't have i'm gonna not have recoil anticipation everybody does it there's like no two ways around it um so when you see people with this Uh, with our system. And you can actually see some videos. I'll send you the one that VSO gun channel, fantastic guy, uh, give him a nice fun plug. Um, And in all transparency, we haven't done anything with him. Actually. Um, He did a YouTube video back on back. uh, I think it was like May 30th, uh, which was like the week after or the weekend after the, uh, the Iraq veteran 88, 88 range day. And so far he has the best footage of the end or of the bearing delay bolt carrier in action. Um, And his reaction to it says it all. So what I did was at the range day, um, I made sure that everybody – or actually, everyone else on the firing line – everybody made sure that you first shot a generic off-the-shelf direct blowback 9, right? So you get a baseline. And it was a 16-inch barrel, um, 6-ounce buffer, you know, the most common common of the common parts. So they shoot that, and they go, okay, yeah, it feels like a a 9-mil AR, nothing big. And then they would shoot this, um, and we would tell them that, hey, we're shooting now 124 green plus P plus gold dot hollow points with an H2 buffer. And you were – that's only – what was that, like 3.8 ounces, I think, um, versus a six or six-and-a-half-ounce buffer in the direct blowback system. And you see them, they all they crunch up on it, and then
0: pew. <laughs> They're getting – They're getting shoulder. Hey, we're bracing, baby. Let's do this.
2: And then you see their face. (laughs) They go, bang. Almost everybody would go bang. And they would put the gun down. They would look over at me and just have this like childish grin on their face. And I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to come up with any like gimmicky sales tactics. I didn't have to blow smoke up everybody's. mm -hmm. Um, I just said, here you go. Here's test sample A. This is what everybody typically shoots. Here's our product. Go. You know, And that's what you're going to see whenever you – when more and more of these videos are popping up now that people have had time to edit their stuff from the range day event. Um, you see this reaction between people. And some people were calling – at first they were like, there's no way that this is doing what you're doing. You've got to have some special buffer in the system. You must have some special recoil capture, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and then we pull a little H2 thing out, put it in their hand. they are like, oh, that's what you're shooting, bro. So it's – yeah, That's man, crazy. it's amazing. So I got to get your hands on this. I got to get both of y'all's hands on this. So the the goal is, and uh, as of right now, we are on on track to meet to reach this goal of shipping in the fall. So oh, nice. I don't have an I don't have an exact date, of course, of fall, but um, it's everything's rated. I mean, everything's ready. We just to get like packaging done. We literally just yeah. got to get everything packaged up and have enough of an inventory to when we release it because we're expecting to sell That's out
0: better. of this. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, Chase out there says, what's the carbon buildup jam difference between the normal BCG and the bearing delayed?
2: So uh, how about no? We can just start with that. Um, That was one of the most impressive things to me as an avid firearm shooter over the years, seeing all these different kinds of systems, right? Gas is gas. Carbon is carbon. It's going to be there. It's in the equation every single time. Everybody tries to come up with these gimmicks on how to get rid of it. And especially with 9 millimeter systems, those are the dirtiest systems of them all. So there's multiple ways that you can get around it, right? Um, and some people try to just have longer dwell times. Well, now your gun shoots slower, right? Um, people try to just get everything out. People put fancy coatings on everything. We've done... I can't even count how many thousands upon thousands. I mean, I want to say we're at the 11 or 12,000 round testing mark on like OG number one bolt carrier. Um, and it has no coating on it. We haven't, because we're trying to see when it fails under its normal conditions, right? Because if it's going to fail at raw steel, it's going to fail anyway with the coating. The coating isn't going to make it harder or make it strong. Well, I mean, let me rephrase that the coating is not going to save a flaw based on the material. No. Right. So and um, eventually even coatings
0: though, be gone anyway. So, yeah,
2: exactly. So um, and we, man, we went down the rabbit hole of coatings. We've tried every code. There were coatings that I hadn't even heard of um, let alone being used in the firearm industry. So we've tried it all. Um, so these obviously will come coated, you know, we're not going to send out raw steel parts, but um, just to like prove the fact that we don't have carbon build-up issues after thousands and thousands of rounds on a non-coated steel part. Um, and again, a clean gun is a happy gun. So it's as long as you keep it lubed, as with every AR. Um, every, dude, this thing, these things run nonstop. Um, after I would, obviously, in our manual, we're going to have a more specific time on say hey, at the 2,500 round mark or at the 5,000 round mark, you need to perform these levels of maintenance on cleaning out the barrel extension, right? Because who cleans out a barrel extension on an AR-15? Nobody. Um, So until you get to a certain point where um, that fancy old forward assist button that people love to hit but not actually identify what the malfunction is, um, (laughs) you know, we want to help people keep their gun clean before you resort to that button so but yeah it really does man these things are super clean um and the way that the ball bearing locking system works it doesn't get caught up with the gunk um and all of the carbon buildup so the carbon buildup isn't going to cause it to not lock up as it does with some other systems where you just have a full on seize right so Mm we have so far we've avoided all of that after all, all of our testing where other designs of other systems have completely failed well early in the uh, in, in the early stages of it. We haven't hit that yet. So we really, as of right now, we don't know how far these things will go because they haven't stopped well, yet. We're at 11,000
0: 11, right now. 11,000 and good on one of them. On one, line, yeah.
2: This is just the one I have in my hand that I know what the count is. Um, yeah. The bunch of the others that are all in the range still. I mean, who? whatever the logs say is what they're all at. So.
0: There's no telling. Um, <laughs> Warsaw Patriot out there says, have you worked with piston driven AR systems over direct gas impingement? And what you say is better.
2: Oh, I hate these questions. Um, I know. But you're an engineer <laughs> from
0: the engineer side. What would you prefer?
2: Well, so this is where if you take away my bias, Right. I don't care what the what the operating system is as long as two things happen. One, it fires every single time when I want it to and my hand doesn't melt. So, there goes Piston ARs for me. I haven't found a Piston yeah. AR that doesn't heat up the handguard ridiculous to to ridiculous. I shouldn't have to wear a glove after, you know, a few right. dozen mag. I, I just I, I just shouldn't, right? But that that's that's me. Um, there are fantastic piston systems out there. I would be lying if I said Patriot Ordinance Firearms or POF makes fantastic uh, piston systems. I love their systems. Uh, we, I mean, everybody that I know has one. So um, they're great systems. They just have a specific niche in mind. So of course those are going to stay cleaner than a DI, but yep. at the expense of carry a glove in your back pocket. <laughs> Um, no, and you. then with DI it's the same thing. Now the the other thing is I uh, I kind of like to throw this at people that are like super super uh piston oriented because like a few of my buddies are super piston only guys and I said, when have you ever had a gas tube fail? Have you? Ever? No. And if um, it does fail, no, it's a, not it's not dollars right? Yeah, That's not directly failed
0: Yeah, not fail directly because of the gas tube. No, no, not at all.
2: Right. Um, and it's just you it's obviously you don't-
0: overgassing and all of that. That's a whole different issue. But the actual part, no, I've never had that fail.
2: Right. Now and then when you say overgassing, um when some people say overgassing, other people hear like uh what's the term I'm looking for? Like uh positive or uh, <laughs> increase increased reliability, right? Because if you're not getting enough gas, and now your, your bolt is on that cusp of maybe not picking up the next round, because it didn't travel mm-hmm. back far enough. I mean, those are your competition guns, though, right? So that's why you don't see people running. And then you don't see uh, police officers and military running around with competition guns that are super, super precise and finicky, right? So mm-hmm. the beauty of um the piston systems out there is the ability to tune them versus a di you're pretty much stuck with what you got with the di yes there are some products out there but um that you can use to help tune it but the easiest way to have a tunable gas system of course is is a piston so it really just depends on what you're looking for and that's how i help um not necessarily our customers we actually don't really have many people calling us asking us about piston systems um Because obviously we're in the AR nine market for the majority of our product line, um, which there are no gas tubes on our system or on AR nine systems. So, so now this is where I'm going to blow your mind, hopefully. So,
0: what would you say?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, with this ball bearing, with with our bearing delay bolt carrier system, nine millimeters is only the beginning, right? Um, It would be stupid for us not to make one of these at a nine to work with endomags. So that's box checked, right? So the other things we're developing right now is multiple calibers, both rifle and pistol calibers. So the next thing with this is lo and behold, five, five, six or two, two, three, five, five, six with the bearing delay system. Now imagine us being able to do this without the need of a gas tube on your barrel. We can now, yeah, so now you don't have a gas tube at all so it's going to have the cleanliness aspect um, of a piston system of course you're it's going to be dirty regardless um, but i'm sorry not the not the cleanliness of a it's going to be it's going to be dirty regardless sorry um, you're going to have the same concept of no gas coming all the way down the thing up into your eyes mm-hmm. and your nose and all that jazz but that also means we don't have to put a gas port hole in our barrels, which is the yep. weak spot on all barrels. So if we don't have a gas port hole in our barrel because we don't need a gas tube because we're using our bearing delay system, that means we can lifetime warranty our barrels, our chrome lined barrels, which is what we're already planning to do with the nine mil system. I don't know if anyone else that lifetime warranties a chrome lined nine mil barrel, right? so um now take that and add it to 556 308 300 blackout 6.5 cream just let let your brain go of all the different calibers out there that you know with this capability we won't need gas tubes for rifle calibers
0: interesting you think 300 blackout would be an interesting one because they already could utilize the same magazines to begin with yep. um interesting concept now g23 says when is 10 millimeter coming out
2: for so with, with this it's all on the same line so with our pistol calibers we're also gonna be having of course nine is king everybody so until nine gets dethroned by another caliber
0: did you hear be- that people nine is king that came from <laughs> i
2: i i love ten mil um that's probably i mean i've seen more people hunting like big game that I'm too afraid to go hunt with a 10 mil pistol (laughs) and I have rifles, right? If you're in a helicopter with an AR-15, but then you also see the same guy on the ground with a 10 10 millimeter Glock hunting the same boar, that that puts confidence in me and the caliber, right? If you're confident (laughs) enough to do that. So of course, 10 mil's coming. That's going to be one of the very next rounds that we're going to have, or next calibers we're going to have with the bearing delay system. And of course, with every one of these that will be in accompanying endomag, we're going to try to make as many calibers fit in endomags as possible. That way you, we don't nickel and dime people. You know, when you look at our website, we have a very few products because they're so versatile, right? So um, if we can make multiple calibers fit in different size endomags, we'll make it happen. But since all these calibers are crazy different sizes, um, if there's a 10 mil bearing delay upper, there's probably going to be a 10 mil endo mag that'll go with it. And by the way, when you buy these complete uppers or you buy the bolt barrel bundle, which is going to be the other thing we're going to offer um, on top of complete firearms with our symmetrical lowers and stuff, um, they're going to come with magazines. There's no point in selling you a gun or a gun part that doesn't come with another gun part to make it function. So you don't have to worry about picking well, out the right mags because the mags will come with it.
0: Some companies might miss that boat, just saying just saying uh 12 you got anything you want to bring up right now no i'm sitting over here listening (laughs) okay so i think rich might have stepped aside when you first came on because this question you kind of already answered a bit if you don't mind me going back um he said so mainly
2: do oh no you there can you hear me Uh, okay here we go we're back
0: okay um rich i think he might have been when you first came on he might have stepped aside but he wants to know how your bearing system compares to the roller delay blowback from the mp5 i know you touched on that in the beginning but maybe can you um
2: yeah yeah i mean and this thing's brand new so it's and it's obviously it's a phrase and we're very happy to coin the term bearing delay system um so with your stand, with your MP5 and the rollers, right? You know that's where our head was a few years ago when we embarked on having a roller delay, not a millimeter caliber bolt carrier, but that is a five-five six bolt carrier. That way, you don't have to change anything. So we we accomplished it. We did it. We met most of our goals, but we'll be, what we wanted was the longevity to be further than what roller delay already was, right? At that point, because at that point, you you're just making an MP5. So, um, and we don't settle for, again, doing the same thing or meeting the same goals as other things. It's not, at that point, why, right? So with the roller delay um, system, one of the things that you have is inside of that roller delay, you have these like wedge pieces. Um, I believe HK calls them locking pieces and they're all different angles. And if you read anything about these, Um, especially when you get to the rifle caliber roller delay systems from HK. Um, They were very, very picky as to what, not only what caliber, but what type of round you're shooting. You have a very specific accompanying locking piece that you have to change. And now you're getting into the weeds of, well, with this round, at this barrel, at this suppressor, I need this locking piece, but then when you you change one item, now you got to find another locking piece to change out. So um, that aspect did not go away, even though it was with nine mil being, of course, a very. The, I mean, the system was pretty much started off of. The nine mm was more versatile with the with each locking piece, but when you look at every HK nine millimeter nine millimeter HK with a uh, roller delay, you will still see several different locking piece angles that you pretty much have to find right um and now you're scouring forums trying to figure out well what did this guy do it may it may work for me so we wanted to offer something that was as reliable at the minimum as reliable as a roller delay system however we wanted it to be we wanted it to excel in other places one of those things again was Uh, longevity of the parts, those rollers do wear out. That is something that a lot of people um, who have MP5s know of this. Obviously, it's after, you know, however many X thousands of rounds, but you still have to replace those as they wear out um, along with your barrel extension. And the barrel extensions are welded into the gun. So you're hosed, right? You can't change anything out to replace something when it does wear out. So... Um, with our system, again, everything's going to be lifetime warranty. So if you manage to wear it out, you'll probably win an award first off. And second off, we'll take care of it. We'll replace anything we need to, to make it better, make it better, make it better. Um, and just, you know, stick to our word when we say we stand behind our stuff. So, um, now again, take that buffer system with an AR nine, right? So with an MP5, you're, you're stuck with the system that you have, right? Um, You can't go easily start changing out barrel lengths with the weight that's in those carriers. Those carriers have a fixed weight. They have the buffer. It was really cool when you look into them. Uh, um, The buffer system is kind of designed into the bolt carrier of the MP5. It's a fixed weight. There is no changing it. So... You gotta go find a different bolt carrier now. So now you're fighting locking pieces. You're fighting bolt carrier weights. You're fighting springs on top of everything else. You're trying to make work together with a barrel extension. That's welded in there from however many decades ago that you can't get out. Right. You sell messy. This is getting just trying to explain the, and I'm not trying to shoot down the MP5. It's a fantastic firearm. I mean, it earned its reputation. Right. So, um, I love the MP5,
0: although I don't understand how it completely works. I don't need to know how it works, necessarily. I just need to know that it goes bang. That's why I love the MP5, because it goes bang.
2: So, the biggest thing that I don't like about the MP5, and it's because I've been spoiled with it with the AR-15, is last round bull hold open. You don't have that with an MP5. Um, So, if it, you know, plus one, if if this is equivalent, if we start on... Equal ground with a with a roller delay MP5 with our bearing delay nine mil uh, bulk gear system for the 5.56 platform. Um, the reliability is there. Mm-hmm. Ours has a longer a, a longer length longevity of part and component life because of the way that we've designed this to, to function, um, as well as we have the custom the customization the tunability of this versus the MP5 system. You're pretty much you're you're stuck with a fixed weight. Um, if we have to pin weights for whatever caliber, this is completely open. We can add different weights to it down the road. If some specific crazy, you know, rifle caliber bullet needs this to really be weighed down, we can do that, but we don't because all of our delay does not require on the weight of the bolt carrier. Everybody else requires on the weight to slow down the action. Our delay happens because of our bearing delay system. So that's another big difference um now you have the bearing delay tuning aspect and you have the buffer tuning aspect so the the, at that point that's where we pretty much leave the roller delay system in the dust and honestly that's what we did with our own system we shelved it i loved it we spent years working on it it was amazing it was super reliable however we found a better way to go about it and at that point why would you stick with something that you know could be better and that's (laughs) <laughs> that's where bearing light popped
0: in absolutely uh before we go hey uh an endo mag um delray says salute ghost tactical over tech thank you drew from mean arms delray dan is a good dude uh kind of joined the dark side a couple months ago it's nice to have him back uh before <laughs> i want to give you about about a minute or so use a hashtag out there hashtag mean arms hashtag mean arms that's all you got to do that is literally all you have to do to win you don't have to answer a, a fancy trivia question it's going to do a random pick of the people that use the hashtag mean arms um so what i'm going to do is go down here to screen share uh this right here. And so, all right. So, we're gonna go ahead and draw. Now, if I win, obviously we're gonna do a redraw. Now you gotta be present <laughs> to win. Gotta be present to win. So if you do win, then uh you gotta make sure that you're here and you say hello. So uh let's see who is out there and g23. Yeah, pretty sure that g23 has been out in the chat most of the time i'm I'm hoping he's still out there g23 just say anything just say anything and that's you know that um you're gonna win an endo mag now i guess i should say you're gonna there he is he's out there um make sure
2: if you if when you get this endo mag man if you have any trouble at all or even just any questions, right? So now let's say this is your first AR-9 or it's your 50th AR-9. Send us an email, just email us support at meanarms.com and just ask for any kind of help that you need. One of us will pick up the email. No one here is above themselves to answer an email. I answer a lot of emails, especially when they get really technical. Um, so if you need any support at all, picking out parts, uh, you're running into some kind of interference issue that's probably not the magazine, um, we'll man, we're right here, ready to go.
0: So this is no joke. And I can attest to he's not above answering idiotic questions. I had an AR9 that I was working with, and I was having some weird issues with double just double taps. Just weird out of the blue. It started after about two or three hundred rounds. And it's like nine o'clock my time, which means it's like ten o'clock his time on a Sunday night. I sent him a text and I said, I'm thinking, who's who's like a really good engineer that might know this shit? And I said a text and said. You up? He said, "Yep." So I call and, and we spend. He spends like forty five minutes going through different possible things. Uh, so I, ironically, what I did is I hooked up the upper of the the AR nine to the digi trigger lower that I had, ran the endo mag. Work flawlessly so at that point i kind of tr- you know troubleshooted enough to know it's something in the lower ended up yep. being something in the trigger and different things changed out a trigger it was good to go but uh but yeah i can tell you that that's
2: right it was the disconnect
0: not, it was a disconnect yeah that's um I but i can that. tell you this right right now is is he does know his stuff i'm not going to give you guys a cell number because that ain't going to happen
2: <laughs> but <laughs> I, I can tell
0: you phone. that right but I can tell you that um, he knows what he's talking about. So if you do get Nick Drew when he answers the email, he's going to be able to help you. He is an engineer. He's not one of those like train conductor engineers. He's like a legit engineer. Matter of fact, you started your own engineering podcast, didn't you?
2: I Yes, I did. Um, I, do, I keep that separate from, from work, yeah. um, obviously, yeah, for, for obvious reasons. But uh, yeah, so with everything here, um, uh, the the owners were – they, they kind of they wanted to be in this podcast scene, especially when you reached out to us and said, Hey, let's have a podcast. And we said yes. And then we all looked at each other. We all went, Oh, uh, no, none of us know anything about podcasts. Music um, Week. We just- can- <laughs> so, um, so we all just got into it. So my bosses were very um, nice enough to let me go as deep into this as, as I could. And um, it was. I had so many things happening um on like like we were saying before like just on the side that um I you know 9 to 5 I answer firearms questions yeah. and develop firearms and systems and just freedom solving solutions right for 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 every american here and then I go home and I'm also helping all of my friends find other jobs they're they're coming out of college that we all we all went to engineering school together and they're, they're trying to find things or they're trying to find a business, an engineering firm to do business with, right? So that's where that avenue went. So, um, and we actually yeah. have a lot, we're in the middle of, re- of finishing up the Mean Arms uh, film studio here. Right now, I'm in front of one of our machines, right? And that's one of the things we're kind of proud of is like, we want to show everybody that, yes, we make our own stuff, which is hard to find yeah. these days, right? Um, yeah. but, uh, which is because of the because of the studio that we're finishing up. Um, like, there, there's no floors in there right now. It's all just bare concrete. So, um, all the walls are torn down and everything. So, we're, we're rearranging everything to have um, a studio with a shooting range in it. <laughs> so, um, you know, so Mean Arms is going to be getting a lot more in depth uh, with. Podcasting YouTube tutorials and whatnot. So and just
0: saying, no. when you're ready to open up the studio, let me know. Might fly over and <laughs> maybe want to come uh, see that bad boy. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, real yeah. quick, two dollars in chat. Thanks to Armin. If ain't out there, he says, uh, best crayon flavor. Everyone knows it's great. Everyone knows that the grape crayons are the best. So, uh, I mean, come on. You know better than that. To ask me that uh now g23 out there he does say does that mean i have to get an ar9 yes 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 it does
2: well hang on hang on hang on so <laughs>
0: well possibly no now we could add some different things and yeah you're go ahead
2: if you have an ar15 you don't have this to buy true. a new gun so no you don't have to buy a new gun you get to just repurpose your your 556 five, lower so
1: is a G23 in like a less than free state of some sort?
0: Well, that might be, um, that's right. Yeah. I think they, I think they get, a, they allow 30 round mags.
2: Well, so here we go. Boom! I love this. I love it when y'all like hmm. accidentally field me questions here. Um, About that. <laughs> um, so if you are stuck in a communist era, a non free state, um, and you have a magazine limit. The endo mag comes preset at ten rounds. So for everybody in That's California, and right. New York, that have to have a ten round magazine, we actually offer a restricted state endo mag. So G twenty he's the one who just won the endo mag, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. He's in. Or- yeah. He's in Oregon. Oh, okay. So All right.
2: So he's he doesn't good. Need to worry he's about good.
0: It. Yeah, but the, I'll, I'll tell you this: that is a cool thing. Is is when I got uh, my first endo mag. I'm not very smart. I am not an engineer. I do eat crayons for dinner. So uh, the fact that I was able to figure out how to install that into a PMAG in about, oh, 20 seconds is awesome. And, oh, by the way, if you need help inside the packaging, they give you a YouTube video that you could probably watch and learn it just as very easily. So if I can install it in less than 30 seconds anyone can install it in less than 30 seconds so um, yeah, yeah it's the great.
2: installation is super super easy um the i'm glad you brought up the youtube tutorial so for anybody that is out there that is thinking about getting an endomag um hopefully we changed your mind and now you're on team team uh arms here go watch that tutorial video and you'll see and i'm actually the guy in the video i help you guys walk through step by step how to only-
0: link to your youtube channel it's right there yeah
2: Perfect. Yeah. Um, the, the process, we call it the break in procedure. Um, the endomag itself, what we had originally designed it was the little ejector on it. And so this is another thing that people will kind of point out to it. And I love being able to, you know, judo the words back at them. Um, they're like, Oh, it's made out of plastic. How reliable is it? Um, the plastic is able to ebb and flow into the channel that it needs to be, whereas a piece of steel, steel on steel, we have a bad day, right? So the break-in procedure, all it does is, first off, make sure that the AR-9 components, specifically like the bolt carrier that you choose, can clear a PMAX. Some of these bolt carriers cannot out there. Again, there's no standard. There is no way to tell what company's bolt carrier is is current um, as – So it it is, it's difficult. We tried to have a list years ago when we first developed the Endomag and we've accumulated bolt carriers over the years now. And we have some bolt carriers that are five completely different bolts all under the exact same logo and SKU number. So at that point, man, there's no talent. It's a a guess. So that's what the step one does is make sure that can that bolt carrier actually clear over a PMAG. If your bolt carrier stops, on the PMAG and it won't go all the way home. Do not use that bolt carrier, right? You're gonna have a bad day. Um and then the second step is once you do determine it is functional with P Mags, um now you go through to actually make sure that, that ejector is in the right place that it needs to be. And if it's not the bolt carrier will take away little shaves of material to make it and fit where it works. needs to. So you're yeah you're form fitting the endomag to whatever random bolt carrier you pick, right? So, um, arguably, if you could take, like, your thumbnail and, like, clip it into the shape that we need and stick your thumb up in the gun and fire it, you could eject the shell very easily. There's very, very little force coming on that, um, on the actual ejection of the shell. So, the plastic does not wear out. So, and then people are like, well, it's still made out of plastic. So is your Glock 19.
0: So. (laughs) So, touche touche yeah i like i said i I've, I've run it no problems whatsoever and um yeah
2: because you didn't read the instructions or you ran twenty thousand rounds through it and it finally failed just email us we lifetime warranty all of our products so we'll warranty it for uh, that means uh, and, and at that point also i'd like to see something if something does fail you send yeah. us the endomag that failed because we can learn from it. If something genuinely is wrong with it, um, which and most of the time it's not. Most of the time it's people who don't read the instructions. They just, they they take it out of the box. They put it in the PMAG. They load it full ammo, go to the range, and oh, no, it, it stopped. What happened? And then they try to just, you know, hammer, hammer, hammer the problem. So, and then endomags number two and three work magically because they learned to reading instructions after endomag number one. So, but again, if you do, hard,
0: bro. Thinking's hard. You know?
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, if you do manage to break it in any way, shape or form, um, or if it fails all on its own, you know, we're not a blame game company here. We genuinely want to learn from whatever happened to it. And in that process, we'll warranty any endomag you give us.
0: Now, just like any others uh, that have gone this, and I don't want you to be specific because you never know, but I can only imagine some of the reasons why the endomag that you guys have heard from consumers that the endomag failed. You know, I can only imagine some of the things that have people have, have, have done and, and try to blame the, the part itself.
2: Yeah. And it is what it is. You know, we try not to really focus on it. It's so funny for every, and for every 10,000 endomags we have out in the wild, there's one guy who's unhappy because he didn't read the instructions and he's too embarrassed to tell us, you know, just tell us, Hey, it failed. We'll give you a new one. We try to we try to help figure out what happened. So that way when you ultimately do get your replacement endomic, you don't just repeat the same problem again. It's not us trying to be like, Oh, it was you who did it pay up. No, we're not. It's a $30 part. You know, it's We're not in the business of selling a thirty dollars part and breaking and charging you again for it. you know um, And because we are an injection molding company, we make everything ourselves. We don't have to go to another supplier and go like shake them down for a new piece, right? It, everything's made literally in this building that I'm in right now. So if you have a problem, just reach out, let us know. We want to help. We want you to have a reliable a r nine. Especially when you're using an endomag, so um, we it, there's nothing out there. And when we when you do see people that have these YouTube videos that are like, oh, it failed, blah blah blah. Most of the time, I can almost guarantee it. They don't read the instructions until after they have a malfunction, and now the ejector is bent out of place because they've hit it with a hammer 15 times, but didn't show you that on the camera, right? So yeah. whenever you course- see someone with a with a negative review or. A bad YouTube video. Some of them have been just pure malicious, right? Because because they just they wanted it to look like it failed. You're
0: kidding me. If these things were failing, people do that on
2: YouTube. Oh, jeez. Now some of them have fantastic commentary, so um, those ones I will get my laugh out of. But then go, come on, come on, buddy. Some of them will actually email us and say, "Hey, I did this video, and then I realized it was my fault." And we're like, great, here's your new endomag. And then they go and do it again.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness. So,
2: but, uh, yeah, so one, one last thing, um, we are seeing a big spike in law enforcement agencies and local police departments that are actually swapping out their five, five, six patrol rifles for nine millimeter rifles using endomags. And it's not like, not, not just directly through us. It's other small businesses around the country that are building custom department-specific firearms, and they're using endomags. So that that right there should tell you, just like the Glock, right? As soon as the law enforcement agencies adopted it, everyone else followed suit. That's where the endomag is currently going. A lot of police departments, state agencies, and federal agencies are adopting the endomag. So – you guys are kind of on, you're on the, the, the early swing of the curve here. And it, this is only just getting started.
0: Yeah. Now, G23 wants to know if it comes with audio book instructions. So um, <laughs> I'm not the smartest crayon or the sharpest crayon on the box, but I can tell you this.
2: So technically it does.
0: YouTube, YouTube video and just listen to the video. If you don't want to watch it, just listen to the video. It's an you audio. You hear my sweet
2: stuff. velvety voice. And the that of a firearm? firearm. Mm,
0: yes, yes, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clover, you're being damn quiet tonight. I, I, is everything okay with you, bro?
1: Yeah, I'm waiting on him to talk about all the revolver accessories that. He's gonna <laughs> <start getting. laughs>
0: so there's gonna is there gonna be like a uh, a fifty Smith converted down to a three fifty seven uh, revolver <laughs> cylinder? It's- <laughs> yeah. You know, so- he he just <laughs> threw up a little bit there, Clovers. You know what He threw up just a little bit in his mouth.
1: Yeah, well, you know Well no,
2: I'm trying to figure out how I can make it. Can work. I get a
1: can I get an endo mag for my uh, twenty eight gauge over and under
2: possibly? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're gonna have two mags then, if that's okay. <laughs> that's all you mean. won't be yeah, right able crap, it. but you'll <laughs>
0: <laughs> good lord.
2: See, you say this, you, we make a joke about this, but you know, maybe in six months we have a product that comes out of this hilarious conversation. Like this is literally clear. how these things happen. It's be the so,
1: okay,
0: bag, so, be so I've, talked,
2: I've talked to Drew about this
1: before, right? So, you know, found Drew, found them, found Mean Arms in the dungeon, what, 2019. And it was Tandem Cross actually that sent me over there. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if it hadn't have been for another business, that mentioned you guys. I never would have known anything about you. Ghost wouldn't have known anything about you. Um, but I don't even own a PCC. So you had told me then we had talked about the roller delayed upper and stuff. And so I've been kind of waiting around to make Mean Arms kind of my first PCC. So, <laughs>
2: well,
1: this um, fall, we'll but, make that but, but you guys too- got to get on the ball and get some stuff built.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's man, the great it, thing about this.
0: Is... Oh, Go I'm on. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No.
2: Uh, it, it, it is. It's just, it's balls to the wall here. It, every single day from every single person here. So um, what I can happily say is that we are building up production, right? You know, yeah. or over, we're in full production. We're building up the inventory before we release, because like I said, the endomeg, we, we we greatly underestimated how successful the endomag was going to be right out of gate um, we sold out of those instantly um, on top of the pre-orders that we had we had we had more pre-orders come in than we ever imagined so before the pre-orders were even closed we were already trying to catch up with the endomag right so um otherwise we would have otherwise we would have had everything flawless out the gate so learn a lesson we're doing that this time with Uh, with this bearing delay system. So again, we will have complete uppers coming out first. So um for you that'll be great, Clover. You'll just be able just to pop two pins and go. You you're not gonna have to swap anything out, new new receivers, hand guards, none of that jazz. So and of course we'll walk through everything. I've
1: got I've got many ARs. So that's kind of what I'm looking at, at least for the first one, instead of a you know, an all out build or an off the shelf, especially right now with the way things are going. Been played yeah. prices and things are hard to find. Yeah.
0: Um mandatory carry says, Wait, hold up, what about side loading mags? Now that would be the M A loader. Um
2: it's not a magazine.
0: Well, you're right, you're right. It's a skeleton, <laughs> right. We actually had to
2: put, because uh, everybody kept calling it a magazine. Like, we actually what? put on the product, not It's an
0: actual magazine. clip. Yeah, it's an okay. actual clip, clip so, right?
2: So could... uh, we really don't know how we want to classify it, because oh, it's okay. a box with multiple holes in it. That's also a clip that's not a magazine, but looks like a magazine. So uh, we just, we default it to, it's a 21st century stripper clip. Um, It holds 10 rounds because all the states that have this law have a 10-round magazine limit anyway. Um, So you rock it in the ejection port just like an AK. Imagine like rocking an AK mag into Mm -hmm. an AK-47. You would rock this into the ejection port on your AR with the bolt carrier locked to the rear. You just push with your thumb and the thumb ring. And then there's two ways we can do this. In the instructions, we say to hold the bolt catch when you remove the mag. That way it doesn't drop the bolt carrier. But uh, for a lot of the competition guys, have figured out that you don't have to hold the bolt catch. You can just rip the mag right out of the upper and it chambers around for you while you're still on your course. So, everybody in California, New York, Massachusetts that are going to these uh, indoor, like two gun or three gun matches or US arms matches and stuff like that, um, you guys still get to compete. You know, you're not completely crippled. You're crippled, but. <laughs>
0: So mandatory carry says no. He wasn't talking about that. He was talking about for clovers over under.
1: Oh
2: gee. Right? Wow.
1: Well, I he got this. me to thinking. You know, with the uh, side feed, it's so, not impossible. So, like, you move the ejector, the engineer. <laughs> you move the ejector around, right? You leave a magazine out and make it a bottom eject. It feeds from the side with a mechanism kind of like the mag loader. So you it reverse, reverse the, the side, process. but it you can just
2: hold your gun out. upside down
0: who could do that
2: (laughs) kill shot kill shot
0: yeah here we go hmm
2: yeah keep the questions coming guys i love this i i love i love communicating with you guys on on a forum like this that way it's not every time it's an email about hey i didn't read the instructions can you help me right i love this i love being out um which uh by the way, for any for, for, since you two did not go to the Erect Veteran 88-88 range day, uh, I believe there's another one happening this fall. Hands down, and this is just me, um, a lot of, uh, I think that was a better event as far as getting our product out and tested than shot. Because everybody was able to come up freely, um, shoot whatever they wanted to shoot, film whatever they wanted to film there was no no red tape none of that stuff it was a very very well done event um Mm -hmm. and it was everybody out there was media right so you two better go to the one fall i believe we're going again um
0: Uh, i told brandy that i would try this time um here's the thing though it it, it has never interested me um Now, I think from your side of it, the industry side, I could see where a shoot like that would be more beneficial than Range Day at Shot Show or whatever. Oh,
2: we're still Um, doing Range Day at Shot Show, but no, I know, uh, I know that. We haven't had a Range Day at Shot Show. I think we have one this year finally, Um, but the last two years we haven't been able to. So at Shot, I mean, it's great. I love meeting everybody, but. You know, we spend years developing the stuff, and the only thing I can do is talk about it. Right. Well, I want to, it's a whole other ballgame when I get to have you come up and shoot it and have your camera there and go, oh my God, it does exactly what they said it's going to do. So I I highly recommend
0: getting that that reaction is priceless. Yeah.
2: Yes. I don't know if you
1: ever did, Drew, but need to look into Antares a lot. Their range event is the Sunday before the monday range day for shot show so i mean if you're already out there uh, it makes sense and that's a growing event uh there's some pretty big brands that's starting to get uh more traffic i would uh, since you're already out there making the trip you know what i mean i mean it's just adding extra day um we can talk uh, talk
0: uh, off air about getting because i can get you to the right person to the can do now
1: as far as as far as eric's thing later this year unfortunately for me i've got away the roi and uh and other things and they've moved uscca and nra both to basically around that same time so that adds another event within like a one month window and And then you got Um, Um,
0: that yeah um are you going to be at nram or uscca you guys going to go to nram at least maybe
2: uh, I I actually don't know. Um, I'll okay. definitely be yeah. After after we're done with this, I'll get all this all these details on it. Um, the only one I yeah. was aware of so far was a shot, of course. Um, yeah. And IV again. So, but man, we're ready yeah. to go to do any of these events. So.
0: Well, the reason I say is the NRA show is Labor Day weekend down in Houston. Um, I'm
2: I'm so I'm more know, than willing to go to you know freedom love in Texas. So.
0: Damn straight. Yeah, straight. <laughs> um Okay. It
2: can't be hotter than Atlanta, so. <laughs>
0: um so you're talking to a Dallas boy. Um, uh, boop, most Dallas right. people do not like Houston and most Houston people do not like Dallas.
2: Interesting. So, but they're uh, like right right?
0: They're right next to each other, are they? No, so they're Which probably Six hours. No, you're talking about Dallas and Fort Worth.
2: That's what it is. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Can you tell um, I haven't so been to Texas except for a about, layover
2: flight?
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Houston's probably six hours roughly um, from uh, from Houston. Um, yeah, that's what it is. It is what it is. But no, it's kidding. Um, no. Anytime you're in Texas is a great thing. And, and um, but yeah, I know that. I know that you guys are putting together a lot of stuff. I know you can't talk about a lot of stuff that's coming down the line. Um, but I tell you, the people like Clover and I that have been waiting for some of the stuff that's getting ready to come out this fall, guys, it's it's going to be really, really awesome. Um, some of the stuff, people like Clover. I mean, Clover is one of those. He's not the only one that's kind of deciding if they want to get into the PCC game. Uh, the AR9 game. There's a lot, and I think someone out there says, I think the AR9s and PCCs are going to be the next big wave in, in firearms. And if you guys are ready to go with this, you're going to make that transition for some people uh, a lot easier because, like, Clover's got a bunch of AR, you know, 15 platform lowers. And now he may not have to go and buy a whole new rifle. He may not have to buy a whole new everything. It's just a couple parts, you know, the BCG exactly. and the barrel. And now you've converted in the Indomag, and now you've converted your AR-15 into to another completely different uh, weapon system, which is awesome. And like you said, um, if you're able to go to the range, you know, instead of having to take two rifles, you just take – you swap out a BCG, swap out a barrel – Boom, you're good to go. I mean, it's just if you're uh, law enforcement out there or whatever, it's going to make things a lot easier. So I'm really excited. I know you guys are excited, and you said this fall. um,
2: Yeah, this fall we're
0: shipping. So you're right now. You're in the stage where you're packaging. You're getting all that, and I like the way that you said you're not doing the 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 pre book the, the yeah. There's a lot of people right now that with uh, a certain company in South Carolina um, are not real happy with the pre-book and the pre-sales because they've been waiting over a year and a half for them um, to get them. So I like the fact that, hey, when it hits the website, you better jump because they're going to be gone pretty soon. But I like yeah, that. It, uh, yeah,
2: we're going to we're gonna trade unhappy emails of people who – we. I mean, we had people that waited a week on a pre-order with the endomag and they emailed us and said, Oh, I I want my money back. And then we, and then everything ships like three or four days later. Right. We're going to be trading those emails for darn it. I didn't get it in time. So I I would rather get these emails, but, uh, but yeah, we, we really do. We just want to make everybody happy the first time right now it will be a new system. We're going to prove out as much as we can, but like you crayon eating people, um, You're going to find a way to break something that none of us figured out. So the the thing that we learned with our products uh, from the MA loader, whether it was the 223 or the 308 model, the the endomags all over the country, um, anytime there was a problem, everyone comes right back to us and said, hey, I was doing this, this, and this, and it it resulted in this. Man, we love that. We love learning from uh, whether it was a mistake completely on our part or if there was a way we could have made uh, one of the instructions easier to understand, or, Oh man, we see how you miss, misconstrued that. Right. So um, we want everybody to know anything we offer again, lifetime warranty that does not expire. Um, and that means components and entire systems. Right. Um, and that also includes support. You know, you don't have a 30 day support window like you know other people. So if you have something in five years later and it, breaks or you don't know how to install it properly because something i mean and and i was the same way up until i finally got out of school and i got a big boy job um (laughs) you know it took me and i'm i'm embarrassed to say it but you know it is what it is um it took me over a year to build my first ar you know just finding parts one by one while i could afford them while i was in school um and i finally did it and of course at the very end i have a part that Every single part I bought each month, well, that part's no longer made anymore. There's no more support for that part. Great. I got to go buy a new one because for whatever reason, they won't answer their phone, right? So we don't have any of those issues that is unfortunately typical in this industry where everybody takes their phone numbers off their website. Nobody returns your emails within a week. Um, And then God forbid you have another brand component on your system, they don't want to touch it. Um, we stand behind what we say, lifetime warranty, lifetime support. If you break it, we fix it. It, I mean, it's simple. It's very simple to, to stand behind something when we know we've made it properly. So if you're thinking about an endomag and you don't know, um, or if you've had one in the past that didn't work out, let us know. You know, um, we, we just, we've made, I mean, over time, we've made revisions to the endomag to improve it, make it better. And the support calls have absolutely fallen off the, the the cliff compared to what they used to be at day one back in 2018 when but we were. But you also endomag.
0: utilize those phone calls to make 2.0 and 3.0 exactly. Actually happen. That's awesome, right?
2: We don't know. Again, everything. This is where I, this is the flaw of <laughs> of being an engineer. I know exactly how this thing works. I know exactly how it is supposed to work. Therefore, innately, I'm going to operate the system in a way that I know it's going to work. I can, in my head, go, oh, I'm going to make it do something goofy to try to make it fail. And I may get a result, but um, it's totally different when I get someone like you who's never seen one before. Or Clover would even be a a, a better example. Someone who's actually been, for whatever reason, avoiding the AR9, Um, which, honestly, you probably made a good choice because now – this came out, (laughs) Um, you'll be able to take this as your first AR-9, and it's going to be the most advanced AR-9 system on the market, right? Those typically would scare, used to, they would scare away first-time AR-9 builders, right? Now, if we give you something that, hey, it's going to work, it's going to work regardless of what you use, you know? Um, And that was one of the statements that we made with the Endomag when we first released it, We thought we had every bolt carrier available on the internet, right? When we released the Endomag. And we had, I I can't even count how many bolts we had at that time. And then sure enough, the calls start coming in within the first month or two. Hey, it doesn't work with this bolt. Hey, it doesn't work with that bolt. And I'm like, great. I've never even heard of this brand. Uh, And that bolt was discontinued five years ago. How am I supposed to know that exists? You know, the customers in those businesses they would ship us their stuff. And they would be like, yeah. "Here, uh, figure out how to make it work." You know, people would literally send—they send us their their complete upper receivers to make a thirty-dollar magazine work. Like that just blows my mind. Other guns, other pri- uh, weapon systems, man—you <laughs> have one tiny little spring fail, and you see people yep. throwing away a two-thousand-dollar rifle. I'm just like, it, it blows my mind um, that w- we don't have that reaction with the Endomag. People go to the edge of the earth to figure out how to get their system to function around an endo mag
0: now tj's out there you might have met tj he's with gear report he was at uh yes. Eric's shoot. so yep. tj says uh it's a challenge to see if we can break stuff so <laughs> <laughs> this is true. there are people that take trying to break things on purpose uh, seriously because they're trying to figure out um how hard they can be on different things and all that but now. Um, yeah, right. there's, make, there's certain things that
2: that uh, most companies don't even do for these torture tests. Like, uh, one of my favorite torture tests, I think it, it's kind of and whether people admit to it or not, it's the back of their head. Uh, military arms channels, gauntlet, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't think I ever see a firearm that goes through that that in some way or shape or form doesn't fail. And if it fails momentarily, that's still a fail, right? So, right. we leave that craziness level of. Torture testing to to those guys that have it. That's their shtick. Um, but there's some videos out there, man, of people. And it's just like tests that you really don't under. Like, as an engineer, I would never have thought to perform such torture tests to figure out right. how it would fail. Um, we actually, I think we, if I'm not mistaken, we actually reached out to the guy. We ended up sending him a few endomags because it was just, it was so off the wall. Um, he drilled a hole through the endomag loaded it with ammo and then tied a string through the hole, tied it to his trailer hitch on his truck and drove down the highway and came back. The endomag still had rounds in it and it fired and it worked. I'm just like, I, I thought I had seen it all with testing back in 2018 when we first released the endomag and then something like that pops up and it happens to work, you know, but, um, Obviously, crazy, crazy things like that I, I can't plan for, but and nobody can plan for. But if anything, whether it was, hey, I opened it out of the box and it broke, or hey, I ran it through Military Arms Channel and he did his gauntlet test on your firearm and it failed. Whether one end of the spectrum or the other, we like to learn from our mistakes and we like to improve things to give back to you guys. You know, At the end of the day, it's a firearm. You're probably trying to use it to protect yourself. We're no different than you. We just happen to do this for, for a living, right? Um, we don't protect our own lives with stuff that doesn't work. So if our stuff doesn't work, you know, why would we offer it? you know So yeah. uh, we can really kind of push that off to you guys that if, if it's on our website, it works. And if it doesn't work right off the bat, let us know. We'll figure out why it's happening. Even if it's one fifty percent you, we will figure out what's happening and how we can avoid it. And if you break it off the well, back because dumbass. you did something stupid, you know. Yeah, exactly. If if you just you know, if that was your goal, you know, we'll fix it. Um so
0: right. Uh gunsnub, our good buddy out there says next week he's gonna start a company called Nice Arms and he's gonna <laughs> make an adapter L223 to be fired from a standard Glock seventeen mag. So I'm all for that. Let me see that one. But nice arms. I like that. That's yeah, pretty good. It. Uh, our good buddy Rod Gates out there says Marines can fuck up an anvil with a rubber mallet. This is true. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I can't. It is what it is. Um, it is what it is. You want something destroyed? We'll take care of it. Not a problem, not a problem. Um what I want you to do right now is is uh, Clover, do you have anything that you want to bring up or ask real quick? I think I'm good. okay, see he's he's all he he can't handle tactical shit, man. He just you have finally figured out a way to get Clover to shut the hell up. Thank you. We, we all from the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you. We appreciate it. I think he is frozen, or is it me frozen? Is he frozen to you, Clover?
1: Yeah, looks that way. Not he's okay. thinking
0: hard. He's kind of like I was last week, uh, really thinking hard at that, really thinking hard. So what I'm going to do is I'm hoping he shows back up and unfreezes. Uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead, and uh, these are good people. Uh, their, their, their products are amazing. But they're, we know them, Clover and I both know them personally. They're good, good people. I'm going to put the website out there. For the website, you can get to their YouTube, their Instagram, their Facebook. Go check out all of their products. Um, they really—they have some really amazing products. Uh, but they're good people. and Like I said, there's a lot of things that, um, that I think Clover and I have been, uh, are been fortunate enough to hear about some stuff that might be coming down the line. Um, uh, just stand by because Mean Arms—they are in it for the innovation. They truly are. Um, but they're mean, but they're not mean. Um, no, they're they're Mean Arms, but you know they're they're good people. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Uh no, but uh, they're really they are trying to push the envelope. And they're trying to think uh, as a consumer instead of a company trying to sell the next. Gadget or the next thing that everyone else is selling, but we're going to make it better. Ours is better. They're trying to figure out better ways to make your current weapon systems work better, be more versatile. That's the name of the game. That is truly the name of the game. Um, so, uh, like I said, I know that he's he might be trying to get back. Hell, his phone might have finally died too. That might be the issue. Um, so, uh, Clover, you got anything you want to bring up before we get out of here? Uh, you want to plug your channel? Any uh, kind of projects that you're working on? Man, nah, not
1: not in particular. No, just uh, waiting around to get a laptop to kind of get back in action.
0: Yeah, it's kind of uh, you don't realize how much you rely on certain things until it's not there, do you?
1: That is true.
0: Yeah. My buddy Lance is out there. He said, "Happy 200!" Yeah, it's kind of crazy. It's 200 episodes. I think there's probably been a couple here and there uh, throughout, but officially, this is the number number 200. That's that's kind of crazy. We started this in what July? That's about right. We started this in like July or something like that of. 2017 so yeah it's 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 kind of nuts we've enjoyed it it's come a long way Uh, i would say it's gotten better but i don't think it has it's still the same shitty podcast that we we've been doing since day one but it's our shitty little podcast and we enjoy it so um yeah um thanks to druda coming on i know that they had some technical issues to start out but he did he was able to get on and uh, it looks like they might be having some technical issues again probably his phone's dead because he hasn't even texted me to figure out what's going on, so I'm pretty sure his phone died, which is great. But go check out Mean Arms, like I said, I put the uh, it's meanarms.com and put the link out there. It'll be in the description, and you can find all their other social media, including their YouTube page. Uh, but you can find all their products and all of that stuff on their website. Really good people, really good products and all of that but uh yeah thanks for watching live great questions out there great great time if you're watching this and replay or listening in podcasts and you have questions um for myself or clover but especially mean arms um and you don't want to contact them for whatever utilize that comment section below we'll make sure that drew and the guys over at mean get those questions or comments and all that uh they are real people they are not robots we know them we've met them many times and they're good people but um yeah um a a says what would most people do if cell phones just stopped working mass hysteria no joke no joke but if you're a content creator and all of your stuff's on a laptop and yeah that's it's a whole different ball game so um but maybe monday you'll you'll have a new one coming in so yeah it's supposed uh, to be yeah There you go. Well, guys, thank you again so much for watching. We will uh, see you next week. Talk soon. Simplify.